I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to talk about the must-know signs of depression. Yes, we talk about depression often because there's a whole lot of it around. There sure is. Yes. And if you're going through a breakup, you can be sure you're depressed. Yes. I don't think anybody gets through that unscathed, no, right? No, no, no. Every bad feeling in the world shows up at that time. It's the worst. Yes, it is. And it's so overwhelming, it's scary, and it's incredibly uh, overwhelming. Overwhelming, right? I think is the best word. You don't know what to do next. And so today we're going to look at the signs that you need to know and what you can look for if you're trying to figure out how depressed you are, because right. essentially you're probably depressed. Probably so. It would be hard not to be. And Margaret, you got these, well, not only from your experience, but from the DSM, which is what clinicians used to diagnose. It's the diagnostic manual that clinicians use to diagnose, where they list the symptoms and characteristics of depression. You can. You could probably name 20, 20 little symptoms of, of depression if you wanted to, or you can sum it up in just a few. Yeah. So what I have here is seven of them, but I want to make an introductory statement. Depression is a real clinical condition. It is not a moral weakness. And the more I think about it and the longer I practice, the more I realize that as a society, I think we see it as a moral weakness. Yeah. I will say to people, men and women, are you depressed? Oh, no. Well, you're kind of looking sort of sad and depressed. Um, and I do it back. And then eventually they will laugh and, and we're able to talk about being depressed. But in most cases, if there's a person in the family who's quite depressed, and we'll, we'll review the symptoms, most of the people in the family are going to say what to that person? It's okay, you're not depressed. Yeah. Just snap out of it. Mm -hmm. You're going to be fine. Snap out of it. And one of the first symptoms and major symptoms of depression is that you don't have any energy. Yeah. You don't have enthusiasm or energy to do much of anything. Mm -hmm. And so if you sit around a little more than usual, rest a little more than usual, watch a little more TV than you usually do and sort of are inactive, mm -hmm. what you're going to hear is snap out of it. If you just went out and did something, you would feel better. That's right. And if you haven't heard it, you will at some point in your life. Absolutely. And when in fact you don't get up and go out and do something because you don't have the energy, because your body hurts, and you overall don't feel good. No. Okay? So, so it's not helpful. Um, no. It's, yeah. it's incredibly scary and overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. but it's not helpful to, to tell somebody they can snap out of it. I've had people come into my office and say, well, I don't believe in depression. Well, that kind of left me speechless, which isn't easy. Um, you know, how can you not believe in depression? Unfortunately, it's all around us. Um, but what that really means is I consider it a moral weakness. Yeah, you're choosing to act like this. Yeah, yeah, you're choosing to act like this. Why? You know what the favorite reason on earth is? To get attention. And I want to hear somebody come back someday and say, I don't need your attention that much. Get over yourself. 
okay? Because that's the line you get for all kinds of things. So-and-so made a suicide attempt to get attention, they did this, this, and this, and all kind of crazy things. Yeah. Um, so let me continue. If you're depressed, it's perfectly okay to acknowledge that you're depressed. Yep. Not acknowledging it makes it even harder. At least you know, you know what you're dealing with, okay? So the first thing is you feel sad and hopeless, okay? Like the world is ending. And the hopelessness is a huge component. You feel like it will never get better. And I was just sharing with Craig, a woman I used to work with for years, and she would have three or four major depressions per year, no matter how hard we worked in therapy, and no matter how faithfully she took her medication. And the bouts would last approximately a month, while she worked up to it, while she was in the worst of it, and then while she came out of it. But no matter how many times she went through it, there was no convincing her that she, when she was in the middle of it, that it would ever end. And I used to feel so bad for her every single time. Because I could say to her, in this many days and weeks, you're going to feel better. This is what happened last time. Yeah. But the feeling was so overwhelming, there was no destroying it with logic. Okay? But people feel like it will never get better, like the universe doesn't like them, no one ever loved them anyway. It just seems like sort of an all or nothing thing that when things start to go downhill, all of them go downhill, which only confirms your suspicions, okay? The other thing that becomes abundantly clear the longer I practice is the difference between depression and sadness. This is a quiz. What's the difference between depression and sadness? The difference is guilt. That's right. Most of the time when people are depressed, they are beating themselves up. In a, in a relationship, it's if I had done this better, if I had done that better, if I was a better boyfriend, if I was a better girlfriend, if I had been more sensitive, if I had been available, blah, 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 okay? And chances are, I mean, we all have to own the mistakes we've made. Sure. That makes life easier. But we don't need to own any extra. And it may be that we didn't do anything or anything as major as we think. Yep. to make all this happen. But most people's first response is, what did I do? How is this my fault? Okay? And I would encourage you to be nice to yourself when you're depressed, which is, almost sounds like a contradiction if you're there. Mm -hmm. um, because you'll heal more quickly. Beating you up does not help. It takes extra energy um, that could be going into healing. Okay? And after a while, like, quite early on in the process. The people around you begin to come concer become concerned and in their wish to help you, tell you all the wrong things. Yeah. yeah. Just get over it and move on. If I could do that, I wouldn't be sitting here. Okay? Absolutely. Right. So you feel sad and hopeless and like things will not get better and it's all your fault. Yeah. Okay? So that's number one. Number two, depression hurts. Many people get extra aches and pains that they don't normally have. Now that sounds crazy, but it's well documented medically. It happens. And there used to be an ad on TV, I think it was for Zoloft, which is a commonly used antidepressant. And there was a, a, little, a little guy who I think represented depression. Do you remember that? Yeah. What it was it? like a little ball. It maybe looked like the, the dust ball that was following Linus around. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. A, a little dust ball. 
and it would say, depression hurts, and the little dust ball kind of represented depression, and it said, depression hurts. And I thought it was a great ad, because it verifies for skeptics that, in fact, there is often a physical component to depression. It does hurt. People get many different pains. Yeah. Okay? Absolutely. Irritability. Move over, will you? <laughs> Irritability is you get crabby about everything. Things that you would just sort of ignore on a good day, if you're irritable, make you crazy. Any tiny little thing. Any, like an ant crossing the floor. Mm -hmm. The dog barks one time too many. Um, someone you live with says the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. The coffee isn't hot. All of those things that on a good day we'd be able to ignore. Yeah. Um, when we're irritable, we just can't ignore it all. So, not only are people telling us to snap out of it, we're then grumping back at them. Yeah. Okay? That's a verb I just made up. I grump, you grump, yeah. What number are we on now? Four? <laughs> no, I think we're only on about, yeah, four. Um, most people either stop eating or eat more. Yeah, and we were talking about that before we filmed this one, because I said to you, Margaret, why do people eat so much more? Because in my experience, I wasn't eating at all. I've been waiting for that to happen to me, and it never has in a really long time. Uh, not eating, you're just so depressed, you just don't have any appetite. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how often I've heard, nothing appeals to me. And yeah. you, when you try pizza and milkshakes, sometimes you get somewhere, but sometimes not. Some people just can't eat. But you said to me the reason that people like to eat a lot is okay. because it's comforting. Because it's comforting, yeah. We talk about comfort food. And if you eat something warm, or even drink a cup of tea, which I often recommend, then you feel warm inside, which is the last way you've been feeling if you're depressed. Yep. Okay? Um, people tend to not sleep at all, or sleep a whole lot. Okay? Yeah. And that's what makes people crazy, and that's what makes most therapists crazy. Um, you can't be sleeping like that. You have to get up and do something. One of the things I've concluded over many years of doing this is that depression, like many other things, is a message from your psyche, your unconscious, whatever you'd like to call it, that something isn't going right for you and you need to change something. Yeah. Um, that you need a break. And sometimes, simply that you need to rest. Um, that you've been yeah. overdoing it and most of us think we should run as fast as we can and make as much money as we can and do this as fast as we can and take care of everybody we have as fast as we can mm -hmm. and sometimes the depression comes along and says you won't sit down I'll fix you you mm -hmm. will now no. um, I'll give you a depression so I don't get quite as upset at people resting as other therapists tend to rest Ask yourself what's going on. Try to figure out what it is that you're depressed about. In a breakup, it's pretty clear. But in other circumstances, sometimes it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you ask, if I ask my average client who comes in to see me, are they depressed? Their first answer is, oh no, even though that's not true at all. All right. Um, hopelessness and never ending, I think we covered that. And a feeling that it will never get better. Our unconscious does not do time very well, okay? Um, it's our logical conscious self that deals with the world on a regular basis mm -hmm. um, that understands time and the difference between before and now and in the future. But when you're depressed and your unconscious is particularly active, time doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. So when you say, you know, 
the research says that if you've just been in a bad breakup, by about the 10-week point, you're probably going to feel a little better. There is no 10-week point in your mind at that point. It's all an eternal awful now. The worst. Yeah. Um, and then a fancy word, which is not all that fancy, called anhedonia. What that means is an inability to enjoy pleasure. So if you like to play tennis, you don't have the energy. Mm -hmm. If you're crazy about Star Wars, it doesn't entertain you anymore. Mm -hmm. If you like to pet your dog, it's too much trouble to take her out. All of the things that you really All enjoy. All of the things that you enjoy, gone. just, yeah, it just I, doesn't work. Yeah, it's crazy. It really you don't feel is. like yourself at all. No, not at all. And it's not a moral weakness, okay? Now, the, the other problem is that most people, when they're depressed, tend to pull back socially and even from their family. It's sort of like you gather all your energy and you don't give any out so you can figure out what's going on and fix it. Yep. And I understand that. However, withdrawing is not really a good thing. So as soon as you can and as soon as you find the energy, talk to some sympathetic person uh, or your dog or your cat. And it's always highly recommended to pet your pet to make yourself feel better. Yeah. I came across a, a list of, I don't know, 70 ways to make yourself feel better um, when I was looking on the computer one day. And the first one on everybody's list is pet your dog or your cat. Um, because you and the animal get a discharge of a hormone called oxytocin, mm -hmm. which makes you feel better. All right? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't petted my philodendron. I don't know if that works. Um, you should try it. Yeah, I'll try it. Um, so I hope it's clear. We've talked about depression repeatedly, but it's an issue repeatedly. And Lord knows how many antidepressants there are on the market. Now, they don't magically fix anything, but they have make some adjustments in your brain that can help you get over the hump. And it's no shame to take them. Zoloft, um, Prozac, there are Lexapro, there are many on the market. Some of them deal with uh, depression and anxiety because those are friends of ours that come to visit us often together. Um, so, you know, if, if you need an antidepressant, if this goes on for four or five weeks, you don't feel like you're coming out of it, you can see your primary care, you can consult somebody who could prescribe something for you. Absolutely. And it doesn't mean forever. And it's not like the old drugs that they used to use for people who were schizophrenic or bipolar. People remember all the awful side effects of the old psychiatric drugs. And the new ones are not like that at all. Okay. The research says if you only take medication, you'll get better. It also says that if you only do talk therapy, it'll get better. And surprise, surprise, it says you'll get better faster if you do both. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is why Margaret and I always say, you have to talk about it. You have to talk about it, right. Somehow, whatever you have inside is less powerful over you the minute you put words to it and can see it and can name it. And it is no shame to be depressed. No. We've all been there. Oh, sure. Every and human being. And when you're going through a breakup, it's extremely common. Yeah. In fact, I would be shocked if somebody wasn't depressed. Oh, yeah. Right. right? Yeah. 
Um, well, I'm not depressed. Well, are you sure? And then, you know, you list the symptoms. Well, yeah, I have that. Uh, no, I haven't eaten anything in a couple of days. And, you know, uh, my, house, my house is full of mellow yellow and pizza boxes. Yeah. A lot to think about. It's a lot. But hopefully about. those signs are really going to help you look at yourself, evaluate yourself, and explore how depressed or undepressed or undepressed you are. <laughs> you might be. Um, yeah, but don't suffer any more than you have to. There are no points for that. No. Nope. And I hear people say, I don't want to take the medication, I want to tough it out. Why? There's no extra points for toughing it out. Suffering does not help you. It takes your, it takes your energy away. That's right. Okay, so be good to yourself. That's right. Alright, so I think that's a good uh, amount of info for everybody to think about okay. and digest. Okay. So, if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching, Skype coaching, and if you got to get with me right away, emergency Skype coaching. Margaret is also available for Skype coaching yes, now. Yes, I am. And I would love to talk with you. So, that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon. Hi, I'm Coach Margaret, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist with 35 years experience. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. If you would like professional help with your situation, please contact us at askcraig.net.